0: Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be talking about what's happening in SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. So far this week, Jordan and I have talked about why Google's Q3 earnings stunk, and yesterday we talked about the spam, spam, spam update. Today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about the future of SEO Artificial intelligence. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over a hundred technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. All right. Here's the last part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hello there, Ben. Excited to have you back, Jordan. I was experimenting uh, earlier this week. I had a uh, artificial intelligence expert create a deep fake of myself. He listened to one of my podcasts. No, it's not that bad. He had artificial intelligence create a summary of the podcast. They took my voice and my picture and they had me read a summary of my own show, except I wasn't actually the one reading the summary. Artificial intelligence is officially freaking me out. Is this happening in your
1: world too? Oh, absolutely. It's happening. In fact, yesterday we talked about spam update and... One of the core technologies that Google is using to solve spam is their AI called Spam Brain, uh, which is Google's version of AI here that literally attacks spam. And it's 200 times faster at identifying and removing spam from Google's index. AI has, has taken over, and it is quite honestly a fundamental component of what we deal with today as SEOs, and I think a big part of where the future of SEO is going to be going.
0: That's interesting. Two observations. One, spam brain sounds like a terrible thing to eat. <laughs> and two, I come at artificial intelligence thinking about it from you know, machine learning. How do you figure out who your customers are? How do you create more content? But it's also used in SEO for a a multitude of different purposes. So other than spam brain, do not eat this. What are some of the other ways that you see artificial intelligence being relevant in SEO moving forward?
1: One that we've talked about for a long time is, is NLP, so natural language processing. And there's a variety of different technologies out there today that help enable the creation or utility of content on both your pages, your data. And I think this is one that obviously a lot of our listeners probably are familiar with, and hopefully have been exploring and utilizing. Another one that I think is incredibly unique and likely going to be very disruptive in the next two years is image AI. the reality is media-based assets, and and I should expand that from just images, but media-based assets, images, video, are a big component of our consumption these days. And we're not too far away from a world where a lot of the images that we're gonna be consuming, a lot of the videos that we may be consuming are going to be either augmented by AI or fully generated by AI. In order to manage these assets at the scale that many companies have, They're going to need AI in order to facilitate that process.
0: All right. So we're looking at artificial intelligence, and that's going to help Google understand what people are typing or trying to say. We're using artificial intelligence to create media. That's basically what I was talking about, the overlap between audio, text, and video to create content. You already mentioned using artificial intelligence to filter out large data sets and basically using it to fight spam.
1: Are humans going to be useful anymore? Oh, yes, they are. And I think this is where it's really funny. And I think it's it's often misunderstood that AI is going to take over the world. It's not going to take over the world the way we think it is. It's not going to replace humans, but it is going to... <laughs> I don't like how it. that sounds. It's one of these components where AI is going to be a fabric of how we do work, right? And so... Let's take an ordinary WordPress blog and let's say you've had a WordPress blog for a decade now. The reality is that there is a likelihood that your WordPress blog is getting spammed to oblivion with a bunch of comment requests from SEOs who are trying to get backlinks, right? And this is a very useless activity. You never approve these comments or you completely ignore all the comments, or you've turned off the comment feature, and thus you're left with all this spam that's been inputted into your WordPress site. These are the kinds of scenarios that AI can help us filter through. These are the kinds of situations that can enable and unlock a basic WordPress owner to be able to identify comments that are actually useful. These same applications are gonna apply to big enterprises who have support and help kind of centers, and the ability to identify and surface the right kind of content to only their users, but also Google. Because when you have millions and millions of entries on how to resolve a problem or do a workflow on one of these tools or platforms, how do you pick the one that's best? How do you pick the one that's most useful? And AI is going to enable us to unlock our ability to work better and identify these opportunities, not only for our users, but for our businesses and ultimately for the traffic that we want to generate from SEO.
0: Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. It seems like there's two competing forces. There's good versus evil here, where there's artificial intelligence that is going to be used to send a bunch of spam and a bunch of things that are meant to be a distraction. And then there's artificial intelligence that's going to be created to block that. So at some point here, do those two forces just cancel each other out and then we keep working like we normally would, it seems like? Or do we just keep working like we
1: normally would? This is a great question. And I want to be perfectly clear about this because I think this is where AI is really misunderstood because AI actually invariably isn't bad. It's actually bad when humans put bad things into it. And so the functionality of good AI is only as good as the inputs that you put into it. And so there's a, there's a funny meme going on right now in, in LinkedIn and in other websites. And I'm pretty sure that it's a, it's a hoax, right? That some AI image generator created this automated stream of salmon fish and what it was was a bunch of just raw salmon fish fillets floating in a stream, right? Not exactly the image you were thinking of when you thought of salmon in a stream of water, right? So that is only, that, that's only that—that's only possible because the inputs that were given to this AI engine weren't great inputs, right? And if you don't have great inputs, you're not going to get great outputs.
0: So let's bring this back to Google and our conversation around SEO. There's artificial intelligence and it's going to change the way we live, eat, sleep, breathe. But we had a Google engineer the other day that uh, or we had a Google engineer earlier this year that was fired because he thought that Google's AI had a personality, that it had feelings, that it had emotions, that it was essentially uh, building a soul. This is what we're all terrified of because, hey, I saw Terminator just like you as a kid, and I don't want to be chased around by a walking robot that looks like a cop. At what point here does the artificial intelligence that Google is building, their natural language processing, their ability to understand good content from bad, at what point does it get to be a distraction for the organization like it was when... They had their engineer who couldn't recognize the computer from the person. At what point does it become a distraction from Google's core business? At what point does the guy who can't tell if Google is a person or a company start to basically show that we're missing the boat here on how companies should be focusing on AI?
1: It's a very powerful question, Ben. And I like, in my opinion, every single human on this planet, we do not have the answers. But as a collective body we have got to make decisions around what our expectations are of AI. And here's where it gets really scary, right? Because for a long time, technology companies like Google, Facebook, and many others have been self-regulated. They get to make these decisions on how they use these technologies and where they use them and who they test them on and when they test them. And that's a scary place, especially as AI becomes much more sophisticated and can actually deal with things like emotions, which is going to happen because these technologies are only as good as the inputs that they're given, and they will be given inputs that are subjective. So the reality is that unless we become very wise about how we regulate and how we make decisions around these technologies, we will not be able to truly be in a safe place. There's this gene editing technology called CRISPR, right? And I believe it's a female that invented the CRISPR. One of the things that she really said is that this technology is incredibly powerful, incredibly useful, but it is incredibly dangerous if it is unregulated and unmanaged. And so I think we have this challenge as society to figure out how we want to best manage technologies like AI and the, the eventual products that they create. and I believe that regulatory bodies and governments and society, the best way to manage that right now for AI is to be very wise about what we put into it.
0: Jordan, I agree with you that there needs to be some sort of regulation. And I'm not sure if it is the people's job to regulate, whether it's companies like Google, the federal government, the Catholic Church. I honestly don't even know who would be responsible for coming up with this regulation. So I think the only thing I could say is... And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you.